pretty girls. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode six of our podcast. We stream live every Friday at 8 p.m. And if you can't check us live, we are streaming on every platform you can think of by Saturday. So check us out um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of the other podcast platforms. Tonight's episode is episode six. Yes. Oh, my oh my gosh. It's so crazy to think that we are already in episode six of the podcast. We have one more week until we take a brief hiatus and then we will be right back, um, right back here streaming live. So tonight's episode um, is going to be about me first. Yes. Um, and we're going to just talk about the struggle being real when it comes to self-care and whoo. Girl, I'm trying to figure out how to share this to my page. Listen, we will be. I'm technically a man. <laughs> Y'all gotta forgive me. Listen. You did a good job with the intro, though, girl. Thanks, girl. I'll be trying. I'll be trying. Listen, y'all. We be on a wig and a prayer. Okay? Yes. Jesus. Yes. Sometimes we don't get our episode topics until here lately, the day of. And yes. then we, you know, we like, you know, getting it all together. So what you see is what you get out of us. We are very much authentic on this platform. You know, we do not cling to have it all together. Sometimes the struggle be real. And you get to see a bird's eye view of the realness today. Um, so, and, and I honestly, it may be a direct result of lack of self-care. Yes, <laughs> it might yes. be the fact that we have not put me first. Yes. Um, you know, I just think that for all of us, right, that if you're married, if you're single, if you're a professional, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, whatever your title, whichever way, um, you know, of your experience, self-care is hard. Mm -hmm. It is hard. It is difficult to do. It is not something that is always in our, our everyday schedule. I know for me, self-care has been a whole struggle this week, this year. <laughs> Never mind this week. It's been hard this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? My perception of self-care has changed. Yeah. And I am truly living it as of this week. So, um, you know, before my form of self-care was travel. And I have not been able to, well, that's not true. I was able to take one trip this year, mm -hmm. but um, I found myself having, what they call it? FOMO? Yeah, FOMO. Um, I fear I'm missing out because I, I haven't been able to travel. Yeah. And, and not for any bad reasons, but um, there has been some things locally that required my attention. So I haven't been able to travel. So, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad about that because I think that because I was grounded, Hey, <laughs> psych, psych, go because I was grounded. Um, it it changed my perspective of how I needed to um, move differently in my life. So I I found in the past couple of weeks that an, an additional form of self care was having boundaries. Yeah, was having boundaries, and a lot of times when we think of self care, we think about getting our nails done, getting our hair done, mm -hmm. going on a trip. What else? Your brows done, your mm -hmm. eyelashes done. Um, you know, whatever it might be. But of late, because I haven't been able to do all those things, sometimes it's not picking up the phone. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it is looking at the text messages. Start to type, and you can say, no, fam, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> typing back. Sometimes it is calling your friend and just having a conversation or sitting outside your house in your car. Oh, that is an, a, that's a ministry. Listen, that ministry that is a is ministry. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So my, my perspective has really changed, and um, 
you know, you need those self-care moments. They are, you know, Nakaya talks about the professional, the mother, um, the auntie, whoever you is. You need to your self-care. You know, a lot of times they say the colloquial. Did I say that right? Colloquial. <laughs> yes. Um, you, you can't pour out if you don't pour into yourself. And that's so true. That is so true. And um, I would say in this, in this season, God has really showed me some things that I need to do just to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed, exhausted, that I'm clear, that I can hear him. Because if you continue to to run and try to move forth in the things that, that you that you're moving in, you're you're not going to be successful at some point. You're going, you're going to burn out. Yeah, I think that we got we got to stay. You know, one of my favorite things is stay there. Let's stay there for a second. Yeah. Um, and it's because you know we've de- one of the struggles of self care is that we've developed this idea that we put ourselves last. Mm-hmm. And let's dispel it now about why that is not okay. It's not okay because if you don't put yourself first, you find yourself burning out even the more. Yeah. You find yourself ill equipped for anything that you're responsible responsible for um, in your day-to-day and in your moment-to-moment because you have not taken that time of you first. So what it looks like is, you know, a battery that's already half full because you have importance to yourself. And now you're using what little battery you have left to pull out, pour out on everyone else. And at the end of the day, you're snapping you're angry, you're resentful because you've given all that you have of yourself for someone else, but you haven't taken that that time for yourself. It looks like you not even being your best self for the people that need you most because you haven't taken that time to really, you know, pour into you. I was reading something one day and it just really stuck with me. And it says self-care and shout out to Nikki on TikTok. (laughs) Um, She says it all the time too. Um, She says self-care is poor is a uh, fill up the cup you pour from. Yeah. Um, and I think that is literally spot on a great def- definition. It's filling up the cup you pour from. Mm-hmm. And not even, you know, sometimes we, like you talked about, we will label self-care as getting your nails done, getting your hair done, eyelashes, makeup. And all those things are great. You know, I'm for every single one of them. You know, shopping, Lord Jesus. Um, You know, I'm for all of those things. I'm very much whatever works best. That's not an illicit substance or an addiction or any of those things. Do it. Um, However, sometimes for the person who was running on empty, all of those things seems like another chore. Mm-hmm. another task, mm-hmm. another thing on the list to do. And you might be in a place where you're so depleted that you don't even have the patience, time, or energy to do anything of that. Yeah. And I think that um, let's dispel self-care, meaning that we always have to spend money. Or that we got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, self-care stems beyond the tangible, the materials, you know, all of the things, you know, dinners and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And don't get me wrong. I love all of that. I am very much a girly girl and I'm here for every single thing on the list. But sometimes the depletion will have you in a place where you don't even have the the energy to think about those things, let alone book the appointment, get in, get a shower, get your car, you know, getting the drive, getting gas, getting your Starbucks, if that's your thing, you know, to even get to those destinations. So I I think we should dispel the fact that self-care always means you have to do something in order to feel better. That's not always the case. Yeah. It's just, it's just being busy all the time. We yeah. live in a society where we busy, 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 busy. Um, my sister over here was just asking me, was I going to do this thing next weekend? And I was like, no, I, I don't think yeah. I want to do it because yeah. I just want to have 
a weekend where I don't have to do anything, where I don't have to think about anything. And you know what's you know what's interesting though? Even when we look at busying ourselves mm-hmm. and that being the opposite of self-care, I and I don't know about y'all or you, mm-hmm. um, but if you have felt guilty about not doing something, that was good. You know, a lot of and, and that's what we had to we had to think about. You could you could fill up your entire schedule with good things, but you're really just busying yourself. Mm-hmm. And we have to like, I don't know if, if y'all like me, but sometimes I struggle just to stay in the bed. Like I'm like, okay, well, if I have this extra time, I do some more laundry. I, you you always fill it up with some space, mm-hmm. and we never take the time to just sit there. Yeah. And how about let's promote the idea that self care sometimes is doing absolutely nothing. Yes. Just sitting in stillness and sitting in quiet. And I'm talking to myself, y'all, because yeah. when I tell you I struggle with this, because I'm I'm telling you, if I don't if I'm not doing something, um, I feel like I'm not um, progressing forward. And and sometimes self-care is rest. So self-care is stillness. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna I feel there. like that's hard because you're you coming <laughs> for me right now. I don't know if I like it, but I feel like that's hard because if you operate in any of the capacities that we talked about earlier, that motherhood, professional, entrepreneur, business owner, mm. any or all of the above. Some of us, especially in this room, wear several hats. student, you know, any of those things, doing nothing is almost like a curse word because you're so busy, you know, trying to plan the next move. It happens, y'all. It happens. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen. But, um, you know, we sit in, we, you know, we sit and plan every moment of our lives, right? So, you know, if you have all of these hats, you find yourself, I got to keep going. I got to keep moving in the business. I got to keep being yeah. productive. I got to get to the million dollar mark. I got to, got to, got to, I got to post. I got content. Even for PGBH, you know, is I got to post. We got to come up with this. We got to come up with that. And so many of our other endeavors that we are doing individually, it requires a lot of our time on top of our professions, yeah. on top of our educational endeavors, yeah. on top of motherhood on top of trying to date, on top of being married, you know, all all of those things, you know, that we think that doing nothing is us being lazy, us not getting the job done and almost failure. Somehow, because we've we've grown to be so busy, we equate uh, rest and stillness to be laziness, counterproductivity, all of those things. When really the body needs to rest and reset, we would do our best work and our brains will function at the capacity that we need them to. Mm -hmm. And we would take that that 30 minutes, that hour, or even just that day to rest, recover and recoup. But somehow, you know, we've taken being busy as adding a value or a meaning to our life when it's okay to rest. Yeah, I would say two things. The first thing I would say is you mentioned um, dating. And um, the only reason why I mentioned in this is because I've experienced this in the past couple of weeks. Listen, y'all, a form of self-care is not letting nobody waste your time. Come on. I'm talking about in a phone call or a text message. Literally, um, I was talking to my leader and my spiritual mother, and she was talking about how, how everything is a transaction, right? And if you look at it like, um, a bank and you withdraw my money, every time that you have a conversation with 
um, a time waster. And actually, we can even go outside the realm of dating. If it's just anyone in your in your life who is wasting your time, they are taking uh, money out of that account and they ain't making no deposit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even when I look at self-care and, um, you know, self-care includes your mental health, you yeah, know. And time. if you have somebody um, who is wasting your time, then they wasting your energy when you could be you could be doing something else. Mm-hmm. You could just be doing nothing at that point, you yeah. know. So yeah. um, again, just changing the perspective of what self care looks like because we talk about caring for ourselves, but remember that care is is it should be holistic. It should be mental. It should be spiritually, um, and it should be physically as well. But um, really touching touching all those aspects because now that I think about it, society tricked us. Yeah. Because when we think about you know, the physical aspect of it, it really just requires us to spend money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah big right? time. Right? Really, just because, you know, of late, and this is the second thing I wanted to say, of late, God has really been bringing me back to stuff that I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have got into this, this realm of being so busy that we don't even know what we like anymore. Yeah. And it was interesting because I, I was um, about to travel to a facility today with somebody on my team and what they were driving. So I pulled out my book and, and I keep, I, I keep my books in my book bag, you know, just in case I have a few minutes to read because I used to love reading when mm, I was a child. Yes. And now as an adult, um, I'm always like, I don't got enough time. I'm going to got enough time. I don't got enough time. But now I be, I be, I read. So I, as I was talking to him, he was like, Oh, you really like to read because I'm telling you on my breaks, I will read, um, and I said, yeah, I do. So he said, you know what? I used to like to read too. And when he told me the last time he read was in high school. Oof. So just imagine, wow. um, a grown, a grown adult, I think he's in his probably mid forties and since high school has not read a book leisurely because of being busy. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm not accosting anybody. I'm not, um, condemning anyone because I know that life gets busy. I know that it gets difficult to find the space and time to, to do things. But I would challenge you all too to really dig deep into what you actually like to do. Because I think when it comes to just how we live our lives, we kind of make up stuff to fit things that we really shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So, so really, to really say, do I, do I actually like to do this? for my self-care. So uh, I wanted to bring that up because reading has been one of the things that has been one of my self-care addicts. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It even makes me consider, you know, creativity being a form of self-care. Yeah. Like letting your letting your brain come away from the things that you have to do yeah. to really to go moving to the things you love to yeah. do. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, I miss that part of me. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of businesses that I've let go. You know, because of the demands that my profession, the demands as a mother, the demands as a wife, you know, the demands as, you know, all of the different hats that I wear, you know, a lot of my creative juices, if you will, I've let deplete because I don't invest the time into that, which brings me to another thought that, you know, self-care could also look like using your time as currency. You know, we... We give a lot of our time, like you said, to so many things, to so many people, to so many constructs that if we took, if we, if we 
thought about time in the form in the same way that we thought about currency. You know, we would do we would do more with our time with the things that we love, yeah. just as much as we do it with the things that we met, had to do. Yeah. When I think about like if y'all if y'all know me ten years or more, I had a, a pretty lucrative makeup business that I don't do anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I I can tell you just by looking at your skin, which is which your skincare needs are. She hooked me up, y'all. You know, you know, shout out to Complex Skin and the Colorful Experiences, yes. two businesses that I've let go, yeah. you know, in a sense, just because of so many requirements, so much that I'm required to do that, you know, people will recognize that gift in me before I even say anything. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I do like that. Like, that is one of my patients. It is something that I'm interested in. But I've let all of my demands, all just everything that we're, we're required to do, take the place of that creativity. And the creative, the creative place is where you thrive best. Yeah. It's where you know all, all everything that you really are innately comes to life. Like it yeah. comes to life either in a business or just leisure or something you like to do craft wise in your spare time, your hobbies. That's really where you know you thrive best. You know, outside of your jobs and professions, because we thrive well there. But if you think about the things that you're very creative in, the things that you would do for free. Yeah. The things that you would do without a paycheck that you're, about. that you're truly passionate about that could look like self-care too. Yeah. And if it turned into a business, great. But if you're only doing it for the purposes of self-care, that's okay too. Yeah. As you were talking, what I thought about is that's, that's the reason why I left my corporate job. Um, you know how something is wrong. Like something is literally mm. wrong in the pit of your stomach and you can't place it. And what you said about creativity perfectly described the feeling that I was feel, feeling because my role was so monotonous. Mm -hmm. It was so monotonous. Um, for the most part, you do the, the same thing every day. There's a guise of some um, some realm of autonomy, but really you're doing the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. And I remember I just was like, what is the purpose of this? Why am I doing this? And really it was because I couldn't be creative. And I remember when I started to venture into the realm of starting my businesses and it was just like this spark inside of me. And it's just, it's just fun. Like that part of it, it just stays fun. I don't yeah. think that it'll ever not be in fun because being creative, is just like you're, you're, you're birthing something. Yeah. And, and, and it's beautiful to see that there's something that's birthed. The other thing that I wanted to touch on is when you talked about time, I was literally watching a reel before we got on live and it was talking about that the, and I don't know if this is backed up, so don't quote me, but it was talking about the average lifespan of a human being is 75 years. Hmm. And it was, it was really breaking down like 75 autumns, 75 springs, 75, you know, Oof. just, just, and when you think about 75 and in, in that sense, it's just like, wow we don't have much time on this earth. And, and, and even as we talk about busyness and as my sister was talking about doing things that we love, that's why it's so important that you come call me and go to two of them because we don't have much, much time on this earth. And it's not, you know, to be a Debbie Downer, but it's just the truth. We don't have time. So we don't, we, we certainly don't want to waste that time. That hit me like a ton of bricks, <laughs> like a ton of bricks because literally it, 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 it creates discussion even the more for the different ways of self-care because self-care isn't always the massage. You know, right. it isn't always, those things are great. I ain't listen. However, you're not, you're not go to the massage. <laughs> 
Listen, even if they come to you, your house got yeah, to be right. Your like house, your house got to be clean. <laughs> yes. Now you got to clean the house. Yeah, vacuuming. I mean, granted, granted, yeah. we we not saying you know our houses is dirty nothing no. like that. But yeah. we got kids, we got yeah. pets. Stuff ain't always in this place. Is the point? Nothing's definitely nothing ever dirty, but it might be some things out of place. You yes. might walk in and it be crayons on the floor and building blocks. I got little kids, <laughs> so <laughs> you know it, it, it's not that. But like you just think about all of the things you have to do to get ready for those things, mm-hmm. and you know if you know self-care could look like spending that time yeah to do what you really love yeah like you know what i really love these days is just curling up under my blanket and watching them yes. some popcorn yes and just and just chilling like my things that i love this 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 time is just chilling like we was even, we were even talking about like pulling up to each other's houses with some snakes mm-hmm. and chilling and watching because mm-hmm. And we used to do that. Yeah, because get all them kids together. Keep a- <laughs> get all them kids together. Keeping track of them. Mm-hmm. Keeping them happy. Because you know, you know the kids. You take them out, but they mommy, Listen, I want especially my teenagers. It's work. Can we call this the Flora? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it even brings me to um the next point. And I'm coming for me, you, and everybody that's watching or listening. Um, self-care should not be a reward for accomplishments. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And That's I good. and I'm even talking to me because if you remember a conversation that we had off topic that I, I can't re- I can't reveal here just yet. But if you remember this the conversation and I said, Well, I already did this, but I haven't celebrated. Yeah. And this is about to happen. And I'm thinking about how I'm going to celebrate this. I began to do the introspection about how I really wanted to celebrate these accomplishments and I said I was I said to myself I said oh I really want to do this one thing but I'll do it when I get the result of the thing you know what I'm talking about um and I, I literally had to check myself in this in, in this episode or even preparing for this episode because I'm doing the thing that I'm telling you guys not to do. Yeah. Um, so I did I did the thing. I did the when this happens, I will do this. Um, even, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago, several weeks ago about the licensure process for me. And I said to myself, um, I'm a I'm a grind this six weeks out of full fledged studying so I can pass this exam and be you know a higher level in my profession. And I said, and when those six weeks is over, then I'll sleep. Mm-hmm. When these six weeks is over, then I'll go out to eat. When the six weeks is over, then I'll. So you know we we put these. Um, goals before ourselves, but are they really goals? Because we're subtracting the things that we need in the process and creating them as a reward or a result of producing a thing. It's it's, it's insanity if you really think about it. Yeah. You know, we tell ourselves, "When I lose forty pounds, I'll buy the dress." Just buy the dress, sis. Especially yeah. when Kawana just sat here and told us we only got 75 springs, 75 <laughs> winners. Like, you know, buy the dress. Like, just just do it. We'll figure out the rest. We'll get the shape where it'll be all right. Just, you know, just buy the dress. Yeah. Like, just do it. You know, when you think, you know, I even, like I said, I'm coming for myself just as well as I'm talking to you guys, is that I put constructs around when it's okay to have the reward quote unquote when it's okay to give myself something that makes me feel good but what if i just uh, i just celebrated right now yeah and celebrating the wins along the way yeah get to the big win we talked about this yeah one of the conversations that we had but what if you celebrate that because i think we set ourselves up for disappointment and it's Mm -hmm. not it's not that um it's not that we shouldn't get to the end, end result, 
But think about the work that takes place to the end result. Like, um, for example, uh, and, and, I, and I'll share this. I'm, I'm studying for an exam. And I remember when I told my apostle that I was studying for it. And the one thing that he said to me was, it's not about you passing the exam. It's about the process. Yeah. And yeah. when I think about the process, the process has equipped me to be more disciplined, to retain more knowledge, to pray more, like all these things. But why not celebrate those things? Even though my my desire is to pass the test, but what about all these, these, these good fruits that came out of that process? And I think that's important when we think about our self-care. And I mean, she just came from my juggler, y'all. I came from my own. Let me, let me tell y'all. <laughs> let me tell y'all. Because I um I was just 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 right before we got on the podcast. I was like, oh, I want to schedule a photo shoot, but you know, I want to, I want to lose a little pounds first before I, I schedule the, the the photo shoot. But it's like, why not just schedule the, the photo shoot? You know, and, and and not to say that it's wrong to set milestones so that you can have something to look forward to. However, as she was stating, sometimes some of those things is something we need. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, and we literally it's it is literally like when she was talking about it, it's literally like saying, I'm not gonna give myself some water until I I accomplish XYZ. Like we need quiet time, we need right. to love love on ourselves. So why have it just completely predicated around producing results? Yeah, like it, we 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 look at the things that we truly need in that moment as a reward system. Yeah. Like we have to earn it. And don't get yeah. me wrong. Like you said, there are times where you, you set goals and you, and you discipline yourself for the greater goal. Like and I, and that's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. However, you know, to your point, you you withhold water when you're already dehydrated. You know, you withhold nourishment. Yeah, you you withhold food when you know you need the nourishment, when you're already hungry. Like, you tell yourself, oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm doing this, this, and this, so I won't eat until I finish reading this chapter, yeah. you know, for our students. God, or for, um, right, or, or, or consider the mothers. Well, I did that today. Listen, consider my, you know, if you're, if you're a mom or oh auntie, grandma, you'll say, oh, you know what? I'm going to eat the meal when the kids go to sleep yes. as if there's a reward for that. Yes. Like, you know, uh, it should not ever are what we need should never be tied to an accomplishment, a requirement, none of that, because we deplete ourselves. Yeah. That's literally taking mounds and mounds out of the cup that's already half full to begin with, because yeah. we don't take the time for self. And, you know, to the point what we talked about earlier, self-care is not selfish. Yeah. It's not selfish to want to to water you. We just had a whole conference. Shout out to Apostle Maisha and the HOG fam yes. because we literally just had um, a, a, a great women's conference on watering you and what watering you looks like. And you literally have to water you before you can ever pour out for someone else. Because what, what that if we do the opposite, what that looks like is if you can picture a pitcher of water that has holes in it and I'm filling it up so I can pour out, but it's before I can even really get, get the water to the top of the pitcher. It's already half full because it's just, it's, it's leaking everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's what that looks like. It looks like when we're not taking the steps to truly nourish us, yeah. to truly to, to make sure our elbows is moisturized. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we legit, you know, we operate in a deficit and we're unproductive. Yeah. We're unfruitful. We are not, 
operating in our best selves, running on half or running on E or even beyond E. At some point, even a car, when it runs out of gas, begins to burn oil, trying to keep up. Like we can't continue to burn, 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 burn every bit of energy that we have left because that leads to burnout. And burnout is much harder to recuperate from if we would just take the time for us. And and I, I don't mean take three years. I mean, if you need it, take it. But, you know, but if you take the time for yourself daily, we'll have we'll have need for less opportunities to retreat. So we won't need that two week vacation from everyone. Now I ain't saying don't go on vacation, but what I'm saying is we won't always every quarter or every season of the year. We need two weeks if we do it daily. Sometimes my self-care is waking up before the kids take a, a nice hot shower and lathering my body and my favorite body butter and 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 just taking time for myself in that way with a warm cup of or of tea or cold coffee. It must be cold. And but that's my self-care time. And I never leave the house. It doesn't co- it doesn't necessarily cost me anything, but it's the time where I just I take that moment to breathe before I hear babe, mom, meow, we got cats at home. You know, any any <laughs> of those things. You know, boss, in in any of those things, before I ever hear a title or a request from me, I make sure that I'm well prepared mentally, spiritually and physically to get through the day. And I think we we miss that. Consider now, consider I'm gonna paint the picture real fast and then I'm gonna shut up. Picture waking up to an alarm. Mm -hmm. We 15 minutes behind schedule. You barely get time to lotion you to ashy self. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm painting a picture. I be ashy all the time. I'm, I'm painting a picture because now you're mad that you didn't take the time to lotion. Your skin is uncomfortable. You haven't had your favorite water, tea, cup of coffee, croissant in the morning. You grabbing your bag. You gotta pack the kids' lunch. The kids can't find their socks or shoes. The cat and the dog want food. The car ain't got no gas. You know all of these things we have to now juggle, and we haven't taken our time for ourselves. Yeah. Now those same things can happen, and we've taken that time for ourselves. We're much more level headed. And we we have a better plan put in place because we've taken the time to woo-sigh before the day begins. It's so important. And, and like I say, each day is different. It's, it's going to be different. But t- I don't care if it's five minutes. Take the time. Put you first. Make sure that you are well-equipped for anything that could come your way if you just take the time to, to pour into you first. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that, you know, going back to probably in the same vein that you were speaking of, Self-care is, is letting some things go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to explore that a little bit. Sometimes self-care is you do them dishes in the morning. Yes. Sometimes yes. self-care is you allow the children to play because they're children and they want to play instead of trying to to keep an area clean all the time. Let, mm-hmm. me, let me tell you, I had to be delivered from this. Yeah. Because my children, if they play, they, they will tear my house up, y'all. And I remember I would drive myself crazy, like trying to keep everything in the same spot mm-hmm. while they were playing, which made absolutely no sense. And then now I got, then we bring my two dogs into the mix. And literally, I was on the phone with her today. I'm trying to clean up. And every time I cleaned up something, a dog would go around and, and move. Oh, you heard it. with Soraya? <laughs> yes. And move and, move, and um, move the things out of place. But Sometimes, you know, it's letting go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's letting go some things that you plan to do for that day. Yeah. And when we, when we talk about the realm of busyness, we have our to-do list. And sometimes to-do lists are not good mm-hmm. because we really, it's, it's just another metric that we that we formulate. And, that, and if we don't meet everything on that metric, then we feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. And we need to get into the habit of 
just prioritizing what's extremely important and then what are some things that we can roll over to the next day or the next few days. Mm-hmm. And then I would say letting go is also letting go of old mindsets. It might be you that is contributing to your lack of self-care. Yeah, the expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Letting go is letting go of people who are not good for you. Um, there are many of you out there who are associated with friends, uh, boyfriends. It even could be a spouse who uh, y'all don't need, don't y'all don't get no divorce unless Lord tell y'all so. Okay, that yeah, <laughs> but there's people that are you are associated with that are completely toxic for you mentally, spiritually, some some even physically. So you want to make sure that you let go that you that you find a chance to let go of those things. Um, it might even be letting go some things that you eat. You know, some people, yeah. you might not be able to to, to to have certain things and that makes your, your body sluggish. For me, um, now that I've taken certain things out of my diet, I don't experience like migraines anymore and things like that. So, or it might be doing more things. Your self-care might look like drinking some water. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all mm-hmm. thirsty. Y'all Listen. dehydrated. And that's your problem. But yeah, it, it might just be drinking water. Like literally one of the goals that I have set for these past few weeks is getting my recommended amount, amount of water in. My point is, it don't have to be deep. It really don't have to be this astronomical or we going to the spa and stuff like that. Because guess what? You still got to get ready for the spa. And y'all know, you going to the spa, you got to be cute. So you got to put some look, you know, the effortless effort mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yes. To, to go. So, you know, again, when we think about these things that, that we have the perspective perspective of that it is self-care. It really take work to be self to be to self-care yourself. If that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna say something that's probably gonna be a cuss word for many of us, either working, not working, professional, stay-at-home mom. It, it goes for everybody. Take the PTO. Take it. I don't care what's going on at work. I don't care what the deadlines are. Now, don't get in trouble. Don't get written up a fire because I said this because don't come back. I ain't got no money for you. (laughs) But however, take the PTO because I read this somewhere on social media, but they will post your job before they post your death notice. Take the PTO. Some of us that are working, you know, I'm in administration, so I understand the leadership um, challenges or or maybe it ain't got to be leadership, just the whatever your position entails, it's always worked to it, leadership or not. Take the PTO. Never let yourself get so stressed out about making a living that you can't enjoy the the living that you're trying to make. Like, you know, don't get so caught up and focused in making a life that you don't enjoy the life that you're building. Take the PTO. Sometimes you just need those mental health days where you just take the time for you. You send the kids to school if you're a mother. You put your phone on do not disturb. And you just enjoy the fact that you have nothing to do that day and I think that's another reward system we've given ourselves like oh we go on vacation once a year who told you that yeah like who told you that I'm trying to go every month right just consider after 52 weeks of hard working in a year you give yourself one week yeah who told you that that's pretty fair but this but this is the this is what we've um, I labeled and identified as self-care. Yeah. Who told you that I, now if you got, you know, I'm not talking to those that might be working towards a goal or having financial hardships and you have to work. I'm not, I'm not, that ain't that. I'm talking about 
Take the day. We accrue PTO for a reason. It's funny because at work right now, I'm talking to my staff about rollover because some of them have such PTO, so high amounts of PTO because they never want to take time. Now, in our supervision meetings, I'm always the first, and, and any of my staff will tell you, the first thing I ask for is how are you practicing self-care? Because the field that I work in is a very high stress environment. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I'm asking is what are you doing for self-care? And many of them roll their eyes, they get on my nerves, you know, oh, oh Nakai, don't start with that today. <laughs> you know, I get all types of eye rolls and it's okay, but I would be remiss as a boss, as a person, as a human to not ask you how you're doing first before I ask you anything else. Yeah. So I always start off with, you know, what are you doing for self-care? And so back to the, the rollover of time, one of my staff has like 200 and something hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ma'am, Wow. What part of vacation don't you understand? And yeah. it's not that she can't take the vacation. She refuses because she has gotten gratification and her her idea of happiness has become satisfying other people and, and that attributing to her level of happiness that taking the break honestly scares her because she's like, well, what am I? The, the very first thing she said to me when I talked to her about using the vacation and not rolling it over, she said, well, what am I going to do? Legit. Wow. Like it with tears in her eyes. She said, I don't know what I would do with myself. Wow. But we can't, we can't get to that point. Yeah. We can't get to the point where we, um, we equate happiness to making somebody else happy. You know, we can't get that dopamine rush because we've helped others. And while that's fine, it's not enough. Yeah. You had take the PTO. I don't care if it's one long weekend a month, you know, however you decide to schedule it, you know, for for yourself, make sure you're taking that time because guess what? Your CEO took the time. The owner of the company, he, he he's in Malibu while you work. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. So, you know, you know, and, and not even to be funny, but it's the truth. Like, take the time. Listen. You you will you will come back so refreshed, mm -hmm. revive and able to truly give them your best self about your projects or whatever your tasks are. If you take the time. Listen, you know what else I want to say, too? This is why I don't grow group trips no more, y'all, because I when I go on vacation, I need to relax. I want to sit on the beach with my orange juice, whatever juice it is, and my book. And I want to lay in the sun. I want to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And I remember <laughs> I went on a couple of trips and it literally, I was tired from taking the trip. Like the vacation was not a vacation. I needed a vacation from set vacation. So that's the other thing that you want to think about as well. When you frame these trips, you know, like Nakaya said, you could do some small trips. You might not have the money to fly somewhere. You could drive, you know, a couple hours away and, you know, look at a mountain. I don't know. Just, but it doesn't have to be something that is expensive. But I was I was chuckling to myself when you were talking about PTO balances because of my former employer, literally a badge of honor was having an abundance of hours. Oh, my gosh. Which is, which is crazy to think about. But... I had someone who, um, one of my former coworkers who broke out of that ideal. And I'm talking about this dude would take a cruise. I swear he was on a cruise every month. And I was like, you know what? I'm mad at him. I'm mad at it. I'm mad. And he was just as refreshed mm -hmm. when he came back, he, enjoying himself. So, yeah, take that time. And listen, you're talking to me. Because Listen, I'm telling you, if, I ain't gonna tell you what my PTO balance is because she she should have been talking to me. See, like, see, mm -mm. 
But but yeah, this is definitely talking to me because it's like even today, and this is the flip side of what I was talking about, but this is also helpful as well. I have been so busy in my life that I haven't been able to take the time and sit and organize. And when I tell you today I was organizing and um that literally was my like I I had joy in it because I was clearing out my space. It was so much space, you know, going back to the the concept of letting go. It was so many things in my space that didn't didn't even need to be in my space. Mm-hmm. And it just felt so fresh. It felt so new. And you know, a lot of times when we think about self-care, it's it's cleaning out the clutter. Mm-hmm. And that might be literally physically clutter. So on on the flip side of that, it's you know, letting some things go. But on the other side of that is you know, actually clearing up the clutter, but really it's being able to decipher when you should do so and when you should not do so and just find that balance, just find that balance. And I think balance is also mm-hmm. an, an important aspect of self-care as well, because we, I think as we journey to our through our lives and, and no matter what aspect you're in, you don't even necessarily need to be a mother. Um, if you're a professional, if you um, are wife, single, um, with children, is that that daily balancing act, and a lot of times we can go um, to the two different extremes. And I know I'm 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 finding my balance and things in life, but it's just finding that balance. You know, if you work like for me, I um, just to make sure that I'm be, that I am being productive uh, on the, on the goals that I've set forth. I might have four hours of pro- uh, productive time, and then. Um, I stole the idea from my kids' school, but they call them brain breaks. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have um, brain breaks. So really just this time to to breathe. So so your day might look like I'm going to power through this work for four hours, and then I'm going to take a walk real quick, or I'm going to read for a half an hour, or mm-hmm. I'm going to go and pray, or I'm going to go and worship, listen to my, my worship, whatever it is. But um, your time might look like just taking those breaks in the day um, because – if you are a mom, if you if you are in a very hectic or high paced career, then you it might you might find it difficult to get those spaces in. But let me tell you, if you do find that balance, you will you will, you will be able to find room for those um, those breaks. Yeah, I call them um, brain dumps. Um, I will you know throughout the day take moments that I tell myself. I'm going on a brain dump yeah. and what, and, and a brain dump looks different for everybody. But for me, it's just complete silence yeah. so that every, so that everything that's in my head can kind of just like mellow out, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm constantly, um, you know, thinking of different things and, you know, different things are always going through my mind, either through, you know, my own personal business or work related, you know, issues or what I'm going to do when I get out of work or what's, what's, what's left on my task list to get done that sometimes, um, it will cause hyper stimulation. You know, I would be so hyper focused on all that I need to do that. I I begin to feel it in my body. My body tenses because now I'm anxious or that, like I said, I'm overstimulated about all of the things that I need to do that I will take those times throughout the day just to brain dump. And sometimes I write it out because if I can get it, if I write, it's my way of getting it out of my brain. So I'll write it out. I'll think it out. You know, sometimes the silence just helped me collect the thoughts and 
come up with a plan on how to execute each of those areas. But it's definitely important to brain dump so that, you know, you avoid that. Because what, what happens is when you don't have those moments of brain dumping or brain breaks or just just that those those pauses throughout your day, you're at increased risk for anxiety. Yeah. Overstimulating depression, you know, and even, even with, uh, it's called, um, analysis paralysis, you know, and I'm a conduit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am, I I'm talking to me right now when, you know, you become so focused on all that you need to do. Now you can't do nothing. nothing. Now you stuck like Chuck. Because you can't do nothing. And it's literally analysis paralysis where you have talked yourself into a mental block where you can't even physically move on the things that you want to do because you have taken all of all of the brain marbles you had left for the day and you have overthought so much that now you're stuck. Now you can't do nothing. Now you don't want to do nothing. You just want to lay in the bed because now your head hurt. And all of the physical manifestations of what's going on mentally are now physical. Now things are hurting. You're aching you're tired, yeah. you know, all of those things because you, you know, you've overanalyzed, overthought it yeah. and didn't give yourself that time to process because what happens is the thoughts come to the forefront of your brain and then you, and then here comes another and then mm-hmm. another and another. If you think about the front of your brain, all across here is probably all these different things that you thought about, you thought about, but you didn't give your brain a chance to process them. Yeah. yeah um, I want to pause right there and just talk about the brain. Because I think a lot of times people don't give your mental space and your mental activity enough credit. And um, if you think about somebody who has, let's say a UPS, USPS, somebody who has a job that's really physical because they're constantly carrying packages and somebody who is an office worker. A lot of times somebody will see the the UPS or um, mail carrier is having a more difficult job than the office worker, right? But just think about just our mental capacity and us processing thoughts and, and processing the things that we have to do. And people can literally be mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that frame of thinking, Nakaya talks about depression, anxiety, um, analysis, paralysis. Just think about the head, the, your brain. Your brain, your body cannot function without what your body can't function without your brain. Yeah. So if your brain goes and everything else follows mm-hmm. and then consider that you if you are um, overwhelmed and if you're mentally, mentally overwhelmed, you take in those things as you go to sleep as well as well. So now you're dreaming about those things. So now even in your sleep, you can't find rest because you're exhausted. And there is a such thing as mental exhaustion. So I even want to dispel the the thing that if you if you have a job where you had to think that you're not really working, right? Yeah. Because that's not true. (laughs) And you could you could eat your mental exhaustion could easily manifest into physical exhaustion, Um, aches and pains in the body, like like Nakaya talked about, and just just being mindful of that, like it's so important it's so 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 important I, I you know even over the past few weeks I'm like why am I so tired mm-hmm. and it's really just letting go you know going back to letting letting go of some of the, the things that I think I need to think about that I really don't need to need to be thinking about right now and just just resting and well for me is is resting in in God and 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 how he's gonna work it out but don't 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 negate the exhaustion that just can come from thinking. 
Just yeah. simply thinking. Yeah, just consider if um um somebody that goes to the gym or an athlete trains for several days on end and gives him or herself a rest day. Yeah. Why can't we do that mentally? Yeah. Why can't we, you know, why is that so such a faux pas idea that if a gymnast, an athlete, a runner can train the body to do what it needs to do in whatever capacity, yeah. why can't, and then rest, why can't we do that mentally where we use our brains for, you know, wh whatever we need them for and then just rest it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just rest. We know, I, I think that we have to start to think about those things because like we talked about a few minutes ago, if we don't, here comes all of these physical manifestations. We wonder why, you know, we have colds, yeah. you know, it ain't always flu season. Sometimes you haven't rested enough. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you haven't taken those necessary breaks and now your body, you know, the, the body keeps the score. The body keeps the record of all of the things, even when we tell our minds that it ain't really happening. Mm -hmm. The body knows and it keeps record of that. So while we think we've pushed it to the back of our brains, we're going to just keep trucking and keep moving. Yeah. Now here comes the sniffles. Then your throat hurt. Yeah. Now your back hurt. Mm -hmm. Now you you're achy, you know, Tylenol isn't working, all of those things, because we don't take the time to just let the brain rest. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, my, my self-care journey, like really digging into my self-care journey started last year when I left my, um, my former employer and I didn't leave, leave at first. I went on a uh, medical leave and, and and to be frank with y'all, it was for anxiety and depression because I was so burnt out that I, I, I just couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, um, I probably needed to do it sooner, but I did not. And it got to the point where I was forced to do so. And um, I, I love that. I love that, 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 that it happened to me because I can tell y'all that self-care looks like sometimes leaving a job that you're in, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying for anybody to leave prematurely, but if, if it is harming, if it is harming you as a person, then you can't be good for nobody. Yeah. And, um, I remember as I was uh, making my exit out and my blood pressure I'm talking about was stroke level. And my doctor told me, if you don't exit, then do you want to be here for your kids? And I remember that just, it shook mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It really, really shook me. And um, that is when I decided to make my exit. But um, even as I, I fully exited out, um, you know, I, I ain't telling y'all it's going to be easy because, you know, a lot of times we get comfortable, you know, especially when it comes to a job, getting a steady paycheck and all those things. But we have to check our mental spaces. And as, you know, in that time space, I remember I couldn't even be productive. Um, I literally... I couldn't, I wasn't clear. Um, I couldn't make, not to say I couldn't make reasonable decisions, but, but it just was no clarity. Yeah. And if you don't have clarity, then it's difficult to, to process things to move forward. So, um, it, it some, for, for a lot of people, it's a step, a necessary step to preserve self. Yeah. Yeah. I've been through that. I, you, you took me back a couple of years because we talked about what happens when you don't prioritize self-care and here's what happens. Um, for, for me, my story was 
I told my brain and my body that irregardless of what was going on, we had to press through. Yeah. At that time, Ooh, I was a director at a detox facility. I was a full-time student getting my master's. I had two children. I was starting a business. I was a wife. I was doing all of those things and never taking that break, mm -hmm. never taking that self-care break. And let me be the first to say from experience that if you don't take it, your body's going to force you into it because I found myself in and out of the ER almost, can I be honest, almost every other week. Sometimes it was weekly because my heart wouldn't stop racing. I went into full-blown panic attacks. I was, I had anxiety to the point where they, they were like, listen, if you don't go to therapy or if you don't do something, you're going to run yourself like manic. Yeah. You're going, you are not, you cannot continue to thrive that way. Yeah. My doctor tried to take me out of work and I told her I wouldn't do it. I didn't, she wrote the letter. I never gave it to my job because I was so focused on being a professional, yeah. having it all together. You know, but never considering how I truly felt about the job. To be honest, I didn't like it. But it was the idea of I I'm successful. Yeah. I'm passionate about what I do. I'm helper in nature. All of those things that I literally told myself I didn't need the breaks and I could just plow through. What literally what happened every almost if it wasn't every other week, it was every week I was in the ER to the point where the doctor was like, you back again. Because I couldn't get my heart rate out of the 130s. I couldn't get my body to rest because I would go into full-fledged panic attacks. It got to the point where when I finally did go to my primary and showed her all the, the discharge paperwork from the hospital, she wanted to give me anti-anxiety medication. And that was my wake-up moment. Yeah. I am not about to take meds. And, I, and this is no diss to anybody that needs them. Yeah. I'm just talking about what, what transpired with me. I, that was my wake-up call. Yeah. Having a prescription for Ativan was not a part of my journey. Yeah. Having to take a pill for my body to relax every day became was my eye opener. It was either you do it, you find ways to self-care now, or you're going to be on this medication to regulate your heart and regulate the panic that you're experiencing yeah. because you won't take the time for you. Yeah. You know, I thought it was a badge of honor to say that I was so busy. When yeah. really it on the inside, it, it was it was killing me. My yeah. heart literally could not take the pressure that I was giving it. Yeah. So, you know, don't wait until you get to those moments where your body is starting to respond to everything that you've, all the weight that you put on it. Take the time now yeah. to avoid those things. Because literally what that looked like for me was coming off the job. And I cried for weeks because I didn't want to do it. When in, in hindsight, it was a blessing. Girl. I walked off that joint like peace. Because <laughs> literally, because I remember the first couple days of being out of the job, mm -hmm. the anxiety instantly stopped. Mm -hmm. Instantly. I, I hadn't had a full night's sleep in two years. Girl. Waking up full-blown gasping for air because I was having a panic attack. You know, going to the ER 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. My husband had, having to call out of work because I could not get it together. Yeah. The first three days after leaving the job, not a, not a, not a heart rate un, over 100 my body completely, the shakes were gone. My mental clarity was top tier. I didn't know that I needed that break yeah. until I was broken, literally. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it reminds me of when I left and it was just like, just like, the, and not that, um, you know, everything was just miraculously better once I left, but mm -hmm. there was so much relief. Yeah, oh my The weight off my shoulders. It was so much weight taken off. But I, I also um, just really quickly wanted to talk about something that you said. 
And, um, you know, we've explored these topics in our past episodes. And if you haven't watched them, just make sure you um, you, can, you can catch them here on Facebook. You can catch them on Spotify, Apple Music, all of the, pretty much all the platforms Everywhere. that have audio um, podcasts. But I want to talk about um, some of the other forms of self-care. And you you talked about them. You talked about taking the mask off. We, we we explored authenticity or our road to authenticity in a previous episode, but um, sometimes self-care looks like taking the mask off and, and just being you mm-hmm. because it's exhausting to be another version of yourself. Yeah. Um, another form of self-care is redefining your perception of what success looks like. Yes. Because yes. if you are constantly looking to obtain a metric, like, you know, even, even now I, 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 fight that perception because that's really what the world, the world, the, the world wants us to produce, right? Um, stop having your, your idea of success is, is, is meeting a metric because that's really not um, what, even not, not what God intends for us. And then it's just, it's just really just rusting in who you are. And, and, and I guess that goes back to authenticity, but um, no, that's not what I want to say. It is not putting on the appearance that you got it all together because mm-hmm. ain't none of us got it all together. Yeah. Not, not a near, not one of us. And there might be some things that we power through or there are some things that, um, we have been bought through, but ain't none of us perfect. Yeah. None of us. So even the, the action of just walking through life as if you have it all together is is not is is the opposite of self care. It's going to exhaust you. It's going to drain you, and it, it's not the authentic version of yourself. Yeah, I think we also um, want to note that self care is going to look different in different seasons of your life. Yes, that's it. Yeah, self care is not always going to be the rest. Yeah. Or it's reading, not or reading. I might be on a plane. Oh my somewhere. <laughs> Listen, put the trip. <laughs> Take the time. Yes. But you know, self-care is going to look different in different seasons. And I say that as a mom of four beautiful daughters. However, when I consider the um the seasons of my life and journeying into a mother of multiples, my self-care looked different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I was able to do with one child. Um, is different from now having twins, you know, so it will evolve. And maybe you're not a mom. Maybe you're, you know, you're going from student to professional or you're going from work to stay at home mom, whatever your journey is. My point is that your self-care is going to shift and pivot depending upon where you are in the journey. So self-care for you could look like at one season of your life, you know, putting your feet up. But maybe that's not, maybe that's not, that's not what works for you. You know, I remember with my oldest daughter, self-care for me was like having mommy weekends away. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, that's not really self-care for me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- because there's four of them, maybe I can't always, you know, send them all away. You know, but what I can do is have my self-care during that time. Yeah. You know, what I can do is when I do have people that can watch the watch the girls, you know, it's, 
you know, prioritizing my time to make sure I use it effectively because you don't know where you're going to get it again. Yeah. You know, it could be, you know, for the student that's going from their bachelor's program to their master's program. Well, what, what works in your bachelor's program? Cause maybe you had more time is not going to work in your master's program because it's a little bit more rigorous and it requires more of your time, but it doesn't mean that, you know, your self-care takes a hit as a result. It just right. means you shift from something that might've worked for that season to something that's going to be beneficial for this season. So I think it's important that maybe in your past season, exercising three days a week is not, um, you know, it's not going to fit in the schedule for this season, but one day a weekend. And it doesn't mean that it's less than, it just means that it's shifting dependent upon what's required of you in that season. Yeah. But the shift does not equate to an absence, you know, so or failure. Yes. So you're, you're, you're not going to shift from doing something to doing nothing because then you're going to operate in that deficit again. However, you're going to shift to make sure that you're still getting those moments of self-care, but you're adjusting the schedule to make sure all of it is accomplished. Yeah. But by no means are we saying that you fail because you had to trim it down or maybe, or even increase it. However, you know, even in those moments where, you know, your life is requiring you to do more or, you know, wherever it's taking you self-care needs to come with it. That's just like if you were packing up um, your luggage to go to go on a journey, self-care needs to be on one side of that of that luggage. Yeah. Otherwise, you're it becomes, oh, you know, the luggage becomes weight. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Luggage becomes weight. So I think that, you know, it's important to understand that wherever you are in your life, you know, whatever um, endeavors you're pursuing, if it's, you know, however it is, make sure that that on that list, there's you. You know, you have to be first on your list. You know, well, God first, and 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 then and then you know, and then find you know, find you somewhere. You know, I would prefer it to be at the beginning of the day so that you can operate in your best self. But if it's midday, start somewhere. And 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 self care isn't isn't perfect. You're not gonna always get it right, and you're also not gonna always utilize self care. But you know, but but don't take those opportunities as failures. Take them as opportunities to do better next time. But you need that self care. There's no way that you can operate in this in a many different capacities that we do without taking that time for yourself yeah. I, think we did good. I think we did good i want to see i see a, a lot of you guys in the comments so i, I want to shout you out really fast we don't always get a chance to do this um but shout out to tanasia shout out to Mignon, naya carolyn hi aaron hi tara shout out to my apostle watching hi apostle my um hey nicole how are you thank you guys for tuning in we don't get a chance to do this at, at all so i want to do it while we can shout out to you guys for taking your time to just watch with us yes. i want to see in the comments more discussion on how you're operating in self-care and if you're not utilizing self-care as efficiently as you can let's talk about how we're going to increase it even if it's just a little bit start somewhere to make sure that you are pouring into you and that yeah. you're showing up in your best self um because it's it's um it's important it's so important to 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 make sure that not only are you managing others well but you're equally managing you well yeah. so we want to love to dialogue with you guys in the comments and keep this conversation going um so thank you guys so much for tuning into episode six we have have one more episode until we take a, uh, a little break and then we'll be right back with more content. Should we tell them the title? Uh-uh, that's cliffhanger, <laughs> cliffhanger. Well, maybe we should tell them the title. We should yes, think. yes, we should, we should. So next week is going to be uh, episode seven, which is our season one finale. It's so crazy to say that, but um, tag, I need you guys right now since you're on, tag a wife. 
Yes. Tag a wife and tag a soon-to-be wife. Mm-hmm. Tag someone that desires Dating. to be a wife. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's dating. Somebody that's just on the journey to figure out their wifehood. Because next uh, week's episode is for you. The topic for next week's episode is I did not know how to be a wife. <laughs> I'm not even ready for it yet, but I did not know how to be a wife. So tag them, let them know we're going to advertise, share it for us. We would love to explore the journey and wifehood with you. Um, and until then, we thank you guys so much for tuning and listening in. Again, every Friday at 8 p.m., we drop fresh content via the podcast, but we're also on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of those platforms where we post behind the scenes and just daily encouragement. So make sure you're following us there on Instagram. Instagram, we're pretty girl underscore B Hill and TikTok, we're at pretty girl B. Make sure you're following us, that you're sharing our content. Thank you guys so much for all of your support and your love. It does not yes, go unnoticed so and we really appreciate it. Um, and until next time, we will see you soon. Bye, Bye pretty, pretty girls. girls.